0: So this last week, a very good friend of mine was in town from Nebraska. Him and I were roommates in our first year of seminary. So I went out to Nebraska, starting a new way of life, and everyone in seminary had roommates. So here's this guy, and you kind of look at things in rose-colored glasses and choose to forget certain stories, but he was reminding me of how much he didn't like me at all at the beginning of us living together. And now, I mean, he ended up discerning out of seminary. I was best man in his wedding. He was one of my closest friends, but, you know, there was a time. And he was telling me some stories that I, hadn't, I couldn't even remember. Uh, the first was, he walked into our room, and it was my dad moving my stuff in, and the conversation he walked in on was my dad and I arguing over whether or not I could kill a mountain lion if I had a bat in my hands. And I guess that's not like a good first impression because he's like, who is this person and what in the world are they talking about? This is my uh, country music phase, I guess. And then he said like the next week, so the first week of seminary, all of the new men had to come together to learn how to altar serve. Now I have been an altar server since like before I could walk and was serving pretty much every mass through middle school and most of high school. So like I knew how to serve but, you know, you're in seminary, you would think, like, all right, you just go along. Because not everyone comes from the same walk of life. So he's like, all right, John, we've got to go in the chapel and learn how to serve. And my response to this was, correction, you're going to learn how to serve. I'm going to have an hour of my life wasted that I will never get back. Uh, so just kind of, I, like I, was, I was like a prideful, not nice person. I don't really know why I'm telling you all this. Uh, but, yeah, that's just who I was at that time. So, the point is that that's not me right now, okay? So, I've had eight years of seminary, of working on Holy Mother Church, roughing out all the edges of now what is before you as Father Cladar. And the point is that when we have a relationship with Christ, we allow ourselves to take steps where we let the Holy Spirit work on us. The sculptor of who we are supposed to be as saints. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the relationship works on that over time. So that the people who knew me in high school, I'm not that same person. And sometimes it's weird when I go back and I'm with high schoolers because they don't see Father Cladar who spent eight years in seminary. They see the guys who walked the same halls as them, at boiling Catholic in Rockford, like 15 years ago. When I'm with my family, even sometimes it's odd because they don't really see me as Father Claydar, they see me as the little boy who they grew up with and they knew. But that's one of the reasons, like in social situations, my favorite situation is when I don't know anyone in the room. Because brothers and sisters, when we allow ourselves to engage in a relationship with Christ, it's not that we're being fake, but we have the opportunity to be who we are that Christ has brought us right now. That we might not be the person we were, two years ago, or five years ago, or ten years ago, but when you're allowing yourself to engage in a relationship with Christ, he's going to work on you. He's going to change you. He's going to allow you to be the saint that he's calling you to be. And that's what these readings are all about, as recognizing that as we get to the end of the liturgical year, there are some tough readings today. They're saying, we don't know when the world is going to end. We don't know when our time is up. And that doesn't mean we need to be fearful. That doesn't mean we need to allow ourselves to worry about what is going to happen in the next five minutes in regards to, is God going to come back? There was a time when the church chose to preach that way. There was a time when there was someone who would stand up here and just preach, quote unquote, fire and brimstone. My grandma reminds me of this all the time. And when she grew up, all she would hear about is hell when she was in mass. And they were scared to death of even eating like 12 hours before mass because it might allow them to be mortal sin and it was just scary. But you don't hear that from the pulpit up here. That's not how we preach right now. Because we allow ourselves to understand that we were not created to fear God. We were not created to only fear hell. We were created to have a relationship with Jesus Christ and allow that relationship to change who we are and to the saints that we're called to be. That's the sort of relationship we want to have with God. But maybe that's not where we're at right now. To recognize that some of us may be sitting in the pews and they look at the last one, two, three years and they're saying, yeah, I can see where the Lord's worked on my life. I'm not the same person I was a couple years ago. That by being involved in this parish By allowing the sacraments, this community, the school, all the things going on at this parish, it's changed me for the better. And glory to God, if that's the situation where you're at. But brothers and sisters, there might be some of you who are saying, I'm kind of just doing the bare minimum. And we approach faith like life insurance, that when we get older, I'll invest more time, and then you know God will make sure that I'm ready to go But we're not allowed to have our faith be just hell insurance, if you will. This is supposed to be something that we have each and every day. And again, it's not that we're fearful, but we allow ourselves to recognize that we don't know how much time we have on this earth. Every day is a gift. Every day is a gift. And to allow ourselves to sit back and say, am I where I'm supposed to be in my relationship with God? Is He calling me to work on an area of my life, to say no to something, to allow myself to really take that next step in what I'm supposed to be as a saint. And that's a, difficult, that's a difficult prayer, but it's one that we all need to do. So brothers and sisters, we pray for each other. We allow the Holy Spirit to understand that each and every one of us are here to help this family, this parish family, grow closer to Christ I don't expect to be the same person in two or three years if I'm participating in the Holy Spirit and allowing the, the will of God to work in my life I'm going to be a different person and that's largely because of the holiness that I'm exposed to in this family so thank you in advance for all the work by just engaging in your faith that's going to help me be the priest that God is calling me to be But a few moments when we receive communion, brothers and sisters, I invite you to say, where am I at in my life? Where is the Holy Spirit calling me to be? And in that situation, if he says, "You know, maybe you should look at this, or maybe you should work on this area in your life, act on it, because every day is a gift. And as always, the priest, myself, would be more than happy to sit down with you and look at different areas of your life And look at where we can grow deeper in our relationship with Christ. The world is going to persecute us. But if we ground ourselves in the sacraments and faith, hope, and love, by that perseverance, our lives will be saved.